Anthony Usher. Thief, usurer, merchant of flesh. Bernard Usher, swindler, forger, jewel thief, drug addict. Francis Usher, professional assassin. Vivian Usher, blackmailer, harlot, murderess. She died in the madhouse. Hello, everybody. This is Nick Rat Radio. If you die in the madhouse, I'd feel uh, I'd, I'd feel pretty bad for you. Don't die in the madhouse. If you're gonna find a place to die, uh, find a nice mattress or something to crawl under a dark area. You 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 never imagine what you'd find under under some of these uh, sewer tunnels. It's creepy out there. Uh, well, that's a little bit too creepy. Anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to Nick the Rat Radio. I am Nick the Rat. This is the only podcast that you can find that's in a sewer. And currently, I'm in the sewer systems of Brooklyn, New York. I don't think I've ever left the sewer systems of Brooklyn, New York. I've been here for a long time. Uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. This this show is jam-packed. Okay, uh, maybe that's a lie. I should take that back. We have a lot of stories tonight. A lot of spooky, spooky stories. If you didn't know, it's October out there. Uh, currently October 14th, 2020. Uh-huh. And there's some spooky, spooky goddamn stuff happening out there. And sometimes the best way to, like, uh, come together as a community is to share our experiences. I think there's too much stuff that's going unreported in the world. I think there's a lot of communities uh, being quiet. I think there's a lot of individuals uh, that are just too scared to talk. They're just... They're just too scared. And that's why tonight we're going to be sharing the scariness with stories. So I hope uh, I hope you stick around. And I hope you have uh, enough uh, undergarments that you could uh, urinate through. Because you're, you're, going, you're going to be scared uh, peepless tonight. Oh, wait a second. I forgot to do the honorary uh, popping of a can here. Let me... Uh, Grab my giant Tecate can. It's only it only looks big because I'm a tiny little rat. But here we go. Let's. Thank goodness didn't destroy the studio. Tonight's gonna be really creepy, people. I've listened to some of the stories that we're going to be hearing tonight. We have uh, an Edgar Allan Poe reading of The Telltale Heart, read by no other than me, Dus. (laughs) Man, I'll never know how to say your name. It's M-E-D-U-S. And boy, oh boy. 
His voice scared the crap out of me. I had to change my pants at least five times while I was editing it down. So it's a little long, but I broke it up into segments. We're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. I cannot wait to listen. But if you have a, a shortage of under, undergarments, um, Send pics and make sure you start to put them on. Put the clothes on because you're going to be ruining them layer by layer tonight, everybody. It's going to be a really creepy night. We, we, we got, we got music. We have, uh, I think Zindu's dead. I haven't heard from him since the cemetery. I think he got his hand stuck in like a stone vagina or something. There's a lot of, uh, voluptuous, voluptuous statues in cemeteries, but, uh, But we got, we got phone calls. My doctor's been calling me a lot. My doctor keeps calling me. He won't stop calling me. He leaves hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of voicemails. It's, it's like a nightmare and you can't, you can't just block him because you're, he's your doctor, you know? You could you could block anybody. You could block those credit card companies that aren't real, um, the people that are trying to steal your social security numbers. You could block those people left and right, but your doctor, you can't block. And Dr. Blockula. <laughs> we also got music, and we have some fun music tonight, I think. This song blew the pants off of, uh, of my pants because I was like – I had like five layers of pants on. I, I was peeing through them and pooping through them and – and the music was blowing them off. It was, it was, it was like a pants Armageddon over here. It was, it was, it was, it was scary stuff. But and I made it through it, and I think we're all going to make it through it together, because there is no mountain we could overcome in uh, dur- during Halloween, because we're we're a bunch of mutants. I, I don't know if Shinobunny is a mutant, but he makes great music, and this one's called The Finch. <laughs> Pants now is kind of okay. Yeah, uh, didn't have enough context.
enough context. Am I still am I still alive? Am I online? Hello? Hello world. Hello world.com. What's the best way to do a search? Oh, oh yeah, I'm still I'm still streaming. Look at that. I'm still alive. You can't you can't st- uh, I think it was just like a, a influx. I'm getting DDoS. People are people are after me. You know, it's it's fine. Sometimes sometimes you feel people are, are after you, but but then you start to realize everybody's after everybody. You're after other people too. I'm after people. Who's not after somebody? People start spending the rest of their lives together with each other because that they were after each other. It's it sounds like a horrible thing sometimes. You're like, oh my god, these people they're they're after me. They're after me. But that's it's a. They can't hack my. I got I got sewer scientists down here. Hold on one second. I need to turn on one of the the bathroom light over here. There we go. Okay, bathroom light initiated. Sometimes you just have to have the warm glow to help the flow, you know? Uh, so electrons. We, we just enslave those guys. We're always after them. They're, uh, they, have none, they have nothing they could say or do. Maybe we should listen to my doctor. I think my doctor... Yeah, this is my doctor's number right here. Hey, Nick. Um, okay. You and me, bro. I just, uh, the two of us. It's not we're professional, gonna, We're going to talk this out. We got to make this work. We got to make this happen for the business, for, for the. You're my, the business? For, for life, bro. You're my doctor. I mean, here we are. <sighs> okay. Can you. Slide the that that one. That one looks really uh, swollen for some reason. Which one? Uh, one Are you watching this one? For the the fifth fifth nipple. Yeah, I just uh, slip that one into my mouth. Just a little. Uh, uh-huh. No. Oh, there you go. Perfect. This okay. is doctor patient. No, I'm, just gonna, no, I'm no. still <laughs> Diane. Cut the call. <laughs> Diane. Cut the. Okay. <sighs> Sorry about that. If you had young ones in the room or. Don't like doctors. That probably wasn't a very good thing for you to hear. We should. We should. Uh, let's start. Let's start the the. Let's get right into the meat and potatoes of the show. We let's listen to. Medus, 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 meda, m e d u s, meet medus. Medus, me, oh crap, man! I'm so sorry. All right, just gonna let's listen to part one of the Telltale Heart. I get this; it's so good. Here we go. 
Nick the Rat in the sewers of New York. I'd like to tell you a story. The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe True. Nervous. Very, very dreadfully nervous I had been and am. But why will you say that I am mad? The disease had sharpened my senses, not destroyed, not dulled them. Above all was the sense of hearing acute. I heard all things in heaven and in the earth. I heard many things in hell. How, then, am I mad? Hearken and observe how healthily how calmly I can tell you the whole story. It is impossible to say how first the idea entered my brain, but once conceived, it haunted me day and night. Object, there was none. Passion, there was none. I loved the old man. He had never wronged me. He had never given me insult. For his gold, I had no desire. I think it was his eye. Yes, it was this. He had the eye of a vulture, a pale blue eye with a film over it. Whenever it fell upon me, my blood ran cold. And so, by degrees, very gradually, I made up my mind to take the life of the old man, and thus rid myself of the eye forever. Now, this is the point. You fancy me mad. Madmen know nothing. But you should have seen me. You should have seen how wisely I proceeded, with what caution, with what foresight, with what dissimulation I went to work. I was never kinder to the old man than during the whole week before I killed him. And every night... About midnight, I turned the latch of his door and opened it, oh so gently. And then, when I had made an opening sufficient for my head, I put in the lantern, dark, all closed, closed so that no light shone out. And then, I thrust in my head. Oh, you would have laughed to see how cunningly I thrust it in. I moved it slowly, very slowly, so that I might not disturb the old man's sleep. It took me an hour to place my whole head within the opening so far that I could see him as he lay upon his bed. Ha! <laughs> Would a madman have been so wise as this? And then, when my head was well in the room, I undid the lantern cautiously, Oh, so cautiously, cautiously, for the hinges creaked. I undid it just so much that a single thin ray fell upon the vulture eye. And this I did for seven long nights, every night, just at midnight. But I found the eye was always closed and so it was impossible to do the work, for it was not the old man who vexed me, but his evil eye. 
and every morning when the day broke I went boldly into his chamber and spoke courageously to him, called him by his name in a hearty tone, and inquiring how he passed the night. So you see, he would have been a very profound man indeed to suspect that every night, just at twelve, I looked in upon him while he slept. Upon the eighth night I was more than usually cautious in opening the door. A watch's minute hand moves more quickly than did mine. Never before that night had I felt the extent of my own powers, of my sagacity. I could scarcely contain the feelings of triumph. To think that there I was, opening the door, little by little, and he, not even to dream, of my secret deeds or thoughts. I fairly chuckled at the idea, and perhaps he heard me, for he moved in his bed suddenly, as if startled. Now, you may think I drew back, but no. His room was as black as pitch with a thick darkness, for the shutters were close-fastened through fear of robbers. And so, I knew that he could not see the opening of the door. I kept pushing it in, steadily, steadily. I had my head in. What's going on? Ew! <laughs> it sounded like a sound like a butthole closing up at the end there. That's weird. <sighs> that was great, man. Just think, there's two more parts of that. Now, if that doesn't make you, if you weren't on the edge of your seat already, like out of your third pair of pants. Maybe you want to take like a pair off or something because there's two more of that coming. There's there's a lot, a lot more coming tonight. There's there's a, there's a lot of voicemails. I think I think my doctor left a whole bunch. Let's see if my hey Diane play one of my doctor's voicemails. Uh, if I don't play them, he'll sue me. Hey Nick, uh, whatever happened to that? Uh, what is eighties, nineties? No, eighties. 80s uh, punk rock, you know. What does this have to do uh, with my ED? Playing, uh, pretty cool metal-ish uh, duck, you know. He was pretty punk rock, uh, no, alien duck. Fuck, oh, that movie fucking sucked as bad as Zindu. What the? Uh, well, probably not as good as Zindu because, you know, a beak doesn't really wrap around what it needs to. But, uh, yeah, oh, no, 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 never mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll still let him strum my guitar. <laughs> Doc, that was, I was asking you, you, you told me that, that Zindu was, was an illusion in my head. Are my ED results in? Yeah, just, hopefully one of these voicemails is from, from that. Uh, Let's play another voicemail that's not my doctor. 917-719-5923. You could call me.
You could leave a voicemail right now. I'll have the uh, phone lines uh, wide open so you could thrust your head in and, um, and talk to me in the sewer. If, if, you, if you'd so uh, like, you could tell me a scary story or if you just want to, you know, shoot the shit. Is that when they throw cow pies in the sky and they shoot it? Cow pies? They would throw them? Is that, called, is that why they said shoot the shit? Well, there's a lot of questions out there. A little, a little, Diane played a voicemail. Nick. Nick the Rat? Yes, yeah, it's me. Nick the Rat? This is Marbles. Jenna Which Marbles? told me to call. Marbles. This is Marbles. Nick the Rat? I'm going to call back. Everybody, Jenna Marbles listens to Nick the Rat Radio. I'm about to get like a hundred million more people. Oh, this is great. Uh, maybe I should uh, go change my clothes or something. I got my Star Trek stuff on right now. Discovery Season 3 is coming out tomorrow. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be so good. Um, let's listen to some music here. We got Thomas Wang with Space Oddity. Uh, Th- Thomas Wang with Space Oddity. Diane, you're supposed to hit, jump on that quicker. You can't just take it so slow. It's... Yeah, Jenna Marbles. Call my agent, my other one, not you. Diane, no, I'm not I'm serious. I'm getting out of here. Paper 
Dog, that was fun. That was a good cover. I liked it. Um, brought the scariness down from Midas's uh, brilliant reading of part one of uh, The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. He's a creepy dude. Unlike this this guy right here, he's not that creepy. This guy, this guy's cool. Uh, uh, sorry. Imaginary friends. They're good to have. Especially in time of, of need. Uh, because you could do this. Watch this. Diane! Call Joe. Yeah. And, uh, tell him the dinner party's off. Tell him I said his, his mom smells like carrots. Okay. Say, you could do that. When you have imaginary friends, you could say anything. Oh, yeah. Like Blitz, the imaginary lover, too. That works as well. Uh, I got, Got that uh, picture over there. I don't know if you could see it, but it's it's one of if one of my many lovers. Yeah, and I put the pin with the string onto it to the other lover with the pin there and the circle, and then the string that goes to the the other the other yeah that that one Diane yeah. yeah. We need more pink strings because we're trying to find out where the ED came from. Uh, we should listen to a phone call from my doctor really quick. I've been waiting for the results for something, and I don't know if they're coming in yet. But let's let's uh, we uh, my uh, doc. What do you got? Oh, the children. Oh, oh God! Ah, damn it! Uh, Nick the beep caught me off guard. Um. So there we are at our scout camp behind the. Latrine, uh, enormous dung, uh, bathing facility, enormous, um, it, it's right there at the edge of the woods. You know, we, we, we glared at each other previously. We knew, we knew what was going on as we both stepped behind the facility and began to, uh, urinate into the woods and the brush thing as our eyes Locked, and we glance into each other. Oh my God! Fucking honey badgers turn our cocks off! Oh my God! My cock is ripped to shreds by the fucking honey badger. You don't give a shit. Honey badger don't care. He's fucking eating it off and tearing us apart. Holy shit! He's got a piece of mine in his teeth while he's shredding my balls off my face. So maybe I'll get my results a little bit later. But we should probably we should probably 
thank some people. Because I, I, I'm, I'm thinking these medical bills are going to be like a, the scariest thing this Halloween. Medical bills. We should. Uh, you could go to nickthrat.com and click on donate. Uh, there's a way to donate. There's also a PO box. It's nine zero five four nine. Yeah, nine zero five four nine. Is that it? I don't know. Where, what's Diane? What's my PO box? Whoa. There we go. Let's see. Let's see if I can find my P.O. Box address. Yeah, it is P.O. Box 9549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. You could send me all, you could send me, I don't know, I got a book last week. That was a cool book. I got to read that. As soon as I learn how to read. Uh, no, I'm joking. I know how to read. I've been reading the chat all night. Like, that says... He, 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 I could, yeah, I could read anyway. It's not about me. This show's about us. We're a community. Sometimes you feel like the, the earth is falling in on, on your, your shoulders. Now, when you feel like this, uh, you, you have to zoom out. You have to, you have to take yourself out of your head, out of, out of your, the mindset that you're in and then realize that you're, Really small and insignificant, and you're not really that. Uh, you can also you can donate. There's a button there. It's I think it go through PayPal. Diane, we're still taking PayPal. Pay, pay, uh, yeah, and Amazon. We got Twitch. If you go to Twitch, you can, you got Amazon Prime. You can go there and, and do that thing. I don't dox people. If you want me to say your name, just let me know. Put your name in the note, and I'll say it. Otherwise, I'm going to, uh, how do you say? I'm just going to read your initials. I'll read initials. So if you hear your initials, you know who you are. And if you don't hear your initials, then you also know who you are because I don't think you really need to hear your initials to know who you are. So then why am I even saying this? Uh, wait. Every, everything is so controversial these days. Uh, we, uh, first, our first donation. Comes from NW with a 420. Thank you. Thank you, NW with the 420. We, we, uh, we love the 420. It looks like NW sent the 420 yen. And whoa, another NW with the 420. I think NW, you have to go check your account. I think you've been sending 2420s over here. Ah, we got JB with a 420. Wait, is JB taking NW's 420s and spreading them too? These 420s are getting crazy. We got an LB with a 420. It's getting higher. It's getting higher and higher, baby. We have an NB with a... Holy crap. With 420s. Thank you, NB. NB just took the top of the cake there. It got higher and higher, and the 420s kept going, and then there was a... a there was, it was 420s instead of a 420. You know what I'm saying? It's it's easy to follow along. Come on. If you just keep up, we can get through this, this donation segment and, and listen to more scary stories. And then finally, last but not least, J.A. with a 420. It was a 420 train. That was like a... That was a... Did you see that train? Look at its horns. Woo! Ahem. Thank you, everybody, for the donations. Uh, 
we're gonna we're gonna listen to some music and then we're gonna open up the phone lines and if if you're my doctor or if you know the stats uh, for my ED, please do let me know. Uh, or if you have a scary story, that'd be great. We we love uh, scary stories during October. We we could listen to them all the time. Uh, we got uh, this one is Ryan Richard with Freedom. Let's listen to that one. That sounds cool. Uh, we'll be right back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Nick the Rat Radio. Wait, I can't wait, can't wait to talk to you uh, live. Your tracks today. Oh wow. Did I not notice a, a thing in here? Let's listen. No, no, I don't hear. Purchase your tracks today. Oh. Don't post your music up on SoundCloud if you're going to do this. If you're going to put like a Oh, this is a this song is this is not, this is an awesome song over here. Purchase your tracks today. And then you throw that in there. Ah. Yeah. Purchase that track today. Who is what? Who is this musician over here? And this is called uh, Freedom too. It's funny. Purchase your tracks today. Hell yeah. And I think it was a it was a beat person. They make uh, beats. Like this is not even really a song, just some beats. But I like the beats. But apparently, apparently they just mean this to be a song. So uh, they just wanted it to be uh, an advertisement. It's a dope ass beat though. All right, we're gonna stop that song right there. Right, we'll stop it! Stop it! You know that was such a disappointment. I need to I need to come back I need to come back uh, with something that's not a disappointment. We need part two. We need part two. We need to Diane play part two. Can we please listen to it? We have to play some advertisements. I thought we were opening the phone lines. Where's my medication? Okay, we're gonna uh, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna just take a quick uh, a phone break. We we got some phone calls. It looks. It looks like we have some phone calls. We're going to take them. I'm going to throw them out the window. No, I'm joking. We, we got to... Okay, let's... Let's open the phone lines up here. Oh, uh, the lines are f- flooded. Okay. Th- we have to weed through these people. This is the... Uh, let's, let's open up the first-time caller line. It's 917-719-5923. Uh, please only uh, leave that line open for people who are uh, first-time callers only. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you if I've already heard from. Unless you're my doctor. I've been trying to get in touch with him all day. Ooh, what's this? It's bright. Oh, it looks like we have a phone call coming through. What? Get rid of this thing. 
lava there. Uh, hello, caller. Can you hear me? Caller, are you there? Caller, can you hear me? Nick. Caller, are you there? Nick the Rat. Caller, are Caller. you with me? I'm here. Oh, you're Nick here? Nick the Rat. Can you lower your radio just a little bit? My, my radio's down. Can you hear me? Nick the Rat? What are you doing to my screen? Oh, I'm not on your screen, Nick the Rat. Nick the Rat, this is Marbles. Jenna Marbles? Not Jenna Marbles, just Marbles. <sighs> Diane, cancel, cancel the wardrobe change. Oh, uh, no, no, I... war- wardrobe changes. Costume changes are great, Nick the Rat. Hey, Nick the Rat, can I give a shout-out to my friend Ratchet, uh, Norad, Pirate, Murdoch, and, uh, and Wormwood? Well, since this, since this is the first time caller line, and this is definitely the first time you're calling in, go for it. For sure. So I did that. So they're listening, I hope. If not, they'll hear it later or however this works. I don't know. What? I don't know Nick the Rat. This is my first time calling Nick the Rat. What did you do? Uh, well, so my friend Ratchet was telling me about Nick the Rat. And then my friend Pirate texted me earlier and was like, hey, Nick the Rat's on. Um, you should try to give him a call. Here I am giving you a call. Oh. So Nick the Rat. Marbles, it, so Marbles is me, and I'm a pirate wizard. M- Marbles, um, do, you, do you like scary movies? I love scary movies. I was actually just watching House of a Thousand Corpses, and right now I, on mute, have the Adams Family playing. Oh, that's Those are two great choices right there. On, a, yeah. on Netflix, I saw that uh, Adam Sandler has a new horror movie out. I'm sorry I have to say this because Netflix is paying me so much money to say it. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, looks good. I mean, uh, I haven't given it a chance yet, just only because I don't have small children in my home. Like Adam Sandler? Like, uh, I feel like Adam Sandler movies now are all for, for young children. Would you Would you let Adam Sandler in your in your house? Uh, probably. I, I would say yes. I would say yes to that. Which, what if, what if the only reason he came to your house was because he had to take a poo? Uh, I would definitely, <laughs> listen, listen, because <laughs> the rat, if someone needed to poop and they knocked on my door and was like, I need to poop, <laughs> I would totally, I would let anyone poop really? in my house because... Yeah, because <laughs> pooping is a serious situation. <laughs> um, right? Am I wrong? No, it's pretty serious. That's why they call it number two. Yeah. It's not. I mean, if you're if you're knocking on someone's door needing to poop, that I mean, come on. That's scandalous, though. I don't know. Uh, I would probably I, I'd probably poop in the streets before I, I knocked on a door to poop. Because <laughs> I was even like a, a timid a timid trick or treater. So if I can't if I can't ask for free candy, then I don't know if I could ask to poop in your bathroom. I don't. I, if it was Adam Sandler, I'd probably laugh and tell him no, and and then I would I would take pictures of him with me. I'd be like, "Can you 
maybe right? that's, Nick. That's rude. Yeah, that's pretty rude. I, I, I probably wouldn't do that. If it was Adam Sandler, I'd, I'd let him poop. I'd probably poop with him. Ooh, that's a whole new thing. Like uh, a combination toilet, like uh, like face-to-face toilet operation. Call it Pooping with the Stars. Uh, that's a new Netflix series, which Adam Sandler's, uh, like, doesn't he have a contract with Netflix? Right? Probably. New Netflix series, Pooping with the Stars. Oh, man. I want to poop with Gwyneth Paltrow. I want to stare into her eyes as I squeeze one out. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm on the phone with you right now, Nick. Oh. I li- so I hadn't, uh, I haven't been able to, you know, uh, because of the global pandemic, do the things that I usually do this year, um, which is uh, casually travel around the country and visit with uh, friends that I love and I refer to mostly as family. Um, so the occasions that I do get to see those people which has been very rare this year. Um, they, uh, uh, well, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but you, but anyway, I, last you're, week, you're trying to tell me you, you are, you poop all over the world. You're, you're, a, I poop. no, 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 I'm not a worldwide traveler. I'm a, I'm a United States traveler. What is that? Uh, intercontinental. Is that intercontinental? I'm an intercontinental pooper. Um, United States shitter. United States shitter. Excellent. Um, and they uh, turned me on to Nick the Rat. And they actually, I was told that you're a, are you an animated rat or a cartoon rat? Or are you a, explain to me your rat, uh, the realms your rat lives in. Or, I, think a, or your, I think I'm a mentally challenged rat. I don't know how to die. I've been I've been around for like three, four years now. Right. Well, what's the lifespan of a rat? That's uh, like two, like two, three. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Oh man, that that made me think of uh, like in it's been so many years, like at least like probably twenty. But like in the Marilyn Manson, uh, in his autobiography, didn't his mom like try to keep a rat alive? Like for like six or seven years, like it was like her pet rat, and like she, she like, tried to keep it alive. It. You mean like she fed it and gave it water? A rat nursing? No, I think she built like a rat nursing home for her pet rat. Oh, I thought you meant like maybe she made like a robot body for it and was trying to make it live forever. It was like turning to like the no. reanimator. That would be pretty cool, though. That would be Jeffrey Combs in there. Yeah. Uh, I will call her. Uh, I would like to, to say uh, thanks for calling, and uh, uh, do, do you know what everybody gets the first time they call in? I do not. Oh, D- Diane, why don't you hang up? Diane's such a jerk. Why do you gotta do that to new callers? It doesn't help retention. But... but What's what's going on here? We're listening to some advertisements on Nick the Rat Radio. I think so. I think we got a couple advertisements we have to play. Hold on one second. I don't know what I'm doing here. If I don't play the advertisements, there's actually a gun that comes out of the desk and shoots me. It's a little scary in the sewer, especially when there's mad scientists running around. With, uh, they're not under the U.S. law. They have—it's like being in the middle of a 
open open seas. I know, Diane. Tell him to just tell him to shine it up. I'm looking for the the folder. They're all over the place. I don't know who's organizing these folders anymore. We got some help. They died. It was it's pretty traumatic. A lot of stuff's happening down here. Okay, here we go. Okay, we have the, the advertisements. We're gonna play some advertisements. We have to play. Really, we're playing. More Vincent Price advertisement. He still has ad roll? All right, we're playing Vincent. Hello, I'm Vincent Price. For many years now, mankind and his offspring have... Oh, no, don't do that. No, okay, hold on one second. That's not what we want. We have to do a redo on that. Yeah, I know, they're going to... Charge us for it, but it's fine. What are they going to do? Yeah, okay, here we go. Hello, I'm Vincent Price. For many years now, mankind and his offspring have been searching for an alternative to peanut butter and jelly. After employing the latest methods in technology, the Peter Paul Candy Company has found the alternative to peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter with no jelly. Pure, creamy peanut butter dotted with Krispies, covered with pure milk chocolate, but no jelly. I'm sure you're as pleased as I am. to take a shower but you're not that Irish and there's no springs anywhere you're pretty fucked up off the Guinness right now and there's a hot potato in the oven and your bitch wife with her fucking red hair and freckles is in the other room laughing at you laughing at you I thought we threw this ad and away Well, now you could take a shower in the sewer with the dark sewer soap. Buy five bars today for $69.99. Only on the dark sewer network. Hold now. Call now and order yours today. 917-719-912-59359. What the hell is that number? 917-719-5923. And let's listen to part two. She's a lovely lady. Don't do that. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna listen to part two uh, of the Telltale Heart by the one, the only Medusa. Right? Does I say it? I think that's how you say it. But play, play it. Well, play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and was about to open the lantern when my thumb slipped upon the tin fastening, and the old man sprang up in bed, crying out, Who was there? I kept quite still and said nothing. For a whole hour I did not move a muscle, and in the meantime I did not hear him lie down. He was still sitting up in his bed listening, just as I have done night after night, hearkening to the death watches in the walls. Presently I heard a slight groan, and I knew it was a groan of mortal terror. It was not a groan of pain or grief, oh no, it was the low, stifled sound that arises from the bottom of the soul when overcharged with awe. I knew that sound well. Many a night, just at midnight, when all the world slept, it has welled up from my own bosom, deepening with its dreadful echo the terrors that distracted me. I say I knew it well. I knew what the old man felt and pitied him, although I chuckled at heart. I knew that he had been lying awake since the first slight sound, when he had turned in his bed. His fears had been since growing upon him. He had been trying to fancy them causeless, but could not. He had been saying to himself, It is nothing but the wind in the chimney. It is only a mouse crossing the floor. Or it is merely a cricket which has made a single chirp. Yes, he had been trying to comfort himself with these suppositions, but he had found all in vain. All in vain because death, in approaching him, had stalked with his black shadow before him and enveloped the victim. And it was the mournful influence of the unperceived shadow that caused him to feel, although he neither saw nor heard, to feel the presence of my head within the room. When I had waited a long time, very patiently, without hearing him lie down, I resolved to open a little, a very, very little crevice in the lantern. So I opened it. You cannot imagine how stealthily, stealthily, until at length a simple dim ray, like the thread of a spider, shot out from the crevasse and fell upon the vulture eye. It was open, wide, wide open, and I grew furious as I gazed upon it. I saw it with perfect distinctness, all a dull blue with the hideous veil over it that chilled the very marrow in my bones, but I could see nothing else of the old man's face or person, for I had directed the ray as if by instinct precisely upon the damned spot. And I... Have I not told you that what you mistake for madness is but an over-acuteness of the senses? Now I say, there came to my ears a low, dull, quick sound, such as a watch makes when enveloped in cotton. I knew that sound well, too. It was the beating of the old man's heart. It increased my fury as the beating of a drum stimulates a soldier into courage. But, even yet, I refrained 
and kept still. I scarcely breathed. I held the lantern motionless. I tried how steadily I could maintain the ray upon the eye. Meantime, the hellish tattoo of the heart increased. It grew stronger and quicker, and louder and louder every instant. The old man's terror must have been extreme. It grew louder, I say, louder every moment. Do you mark me? When I tell you that I am nervous, so I am. And now, at the dead hour of the night, amid the dreadful silence of the old house, so strange a noise as this excited me to uncontrollable terror. Yet, for some minutes longer, I refrained and stood still. But the beating grew louder. Louder. I thought the heart must burst, and now a new anxiety seized me. The sound would be heard by a neighbor. The old man's time had come. With a loud yell, I threw open the lantern and leaped into the room. He shrieked once, and only once. In an instant, I dragged him to the floor and pulled the heavy bed over him. I then smiled gaily to find the deed so far done. Oh, boy. Let's go. Let's get the creepy in the sewers, guys. Oh, what's going on? What's going on down here? It's on my shoulder. Do you feel that? The... The power of suggestion is really powerful. Like, uh, if I said, did you feel that hand on your shoulder? And if I said it, like, out of the blue and, and very convincingly, you, you might you might actually feel like there was actually a hand on your shoulder. Now, this is statistically, it works with about 50% of everybody. I read it somewhere in a book uh, that I wrote, I think, maybe in the future one day. But it's true. Uh... So yeah, there's the there's a hand on your shoulder. It's 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 touching you. That shit's scary. What's scarier than somebody about to massage you? I don't know. Uh, I still hate people that don't use their turn signal. That shit pisses me off. Or when they're they're walking on a sidewalk. And there'll be like five people holding hands and they, they just try to clothesline you. Like none of them, none of them says, Hey, you know, here comes somebody else coming down the street. Sure, he's about six inches tall, but he has to pass too. Let's listen to a phone call from my doctor and then we're going to play some music here. Uh, there's a lot of music. When you look for like creepy music, why is it always carnival music? I don't get it. Why, what is? What did the carnival ever do that just made it so gosh darn scary? Does anybody out there know? Because I don't. I don't know. But let's listen to this. Uh, Diane, play some. Play my doctor. I really want to know if he he has uh, the pills ready for me. There are molecules. 
we were taken to a place called NIST, the National Institute for Standards and Technology. There are many molecules there in cages. They were put through the most unspeakable tortures. Oh, to satisfy some scientific curiosity. Uh, what did my doctor say? I don't know. That sounded serious. That sounded a little serious there. Uh, we're going to play one, um, we're going to play another voicemail that's not my doctor. Because we have to let other people be heard as well. Because this is a, a community. We're in a, a community of horror lovers, of um, people that just like to cut back and relax and, and not talk about anything that's too not scary. Because who wants to talk about that? That's shit. That's lame. Scary stuff is awesome. Uh, 917-719-5923. This person left me a voicemail, I think. Now I'm looking at it. It looks like it's three minutes of nothing. Uh, yeah, you could you could leave me three minutes of nothing at nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Or uh, we're we're gonna play a quick song. I have to use the the faucet. I mean, uh, this is Hetninger Christus Factus Est. This is this is like some creepy music. This is what I think is creepy. If I was to listen to like. If I was like to say, oh, you know, creepy music, I wouldn't say, oh, put on that carnival stuff, man. You know, when I'm eating popcorn and throwing darts at the wall. No, put this on right here. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat.
Uh, uh, hey, hey, everybody, welcome back. That's some Gregorian chan- chanting right there. Uh, let's get back to what the hell's going on here. You have to lower that filter. That filter is uh, dominating. Dominating, I tell you. Can't even see anything else over here. Uh, we're uh, we're back on the air. We're having a good time. It's uh, it's late. I think it's late. It's past midnight. That's when all the scary stuff happens. Sometimes you could just be doing normal everyday stuff, like from shaving or rubbing your nipples. But during the night, it could be a lot scarier. During the day, it's not that scary at all. But at night, eating Oreo cookies at night. Are you walking around in a in a dark room? A dark room at nighttime is scarier than a dark room during the daytime, any day of the year. Especially, especially at night. Uh, well, we there's also you could email me too. I I've been messing up with this. There's a email nick at nicktheret dot com. If you email me uh, and you put gas blast in there. I will read it on the air. It looks like we have some guest blast from about five years ago that I missed. We're about to read them right now. Let's read this right here. I don't dox people, so you could just send it on in, and I'll read it, and I won't say your name. Ha ha, thanks. Okay, that's a, that's a lame gas blast. Let's read another gas blast right here. You seem like a pretty cool dude. Head to the Midwest, and we'll get you turned into a Chad faster than you can say Sultan of Soy. Slightly rude, not that rude. A little rude. Okay, let's. Re- this one's not that old. This one came in like three years ago. Uh, I Nick the Rat do hereby solemnly, solemnly swear to allow anyone at any time to poop on me in any amount at any time for any reason. This verbal contract is legally binding. Any infractions to this contract will be met with the consequence of. Genital restrictions and other are genital abuse. I'm signed Nick the Rat. So Gregorian music, huh? How about that? You know why they call it Gregorian music? It's because it was during the Gregorian period. Now, do you know what the Gregorian period is? That's that's when some guy named Gregory had his period and started to spread uh, spread out across uh, places doing things. I, I I don't know enough about him to say stuff, but I think uh, I think it's Pope Gregory the first. He lived in like five hundred A.D. Is he the reason everything's Gregorian? Otherwise, like. Imagine being that person that's changes the world for one thing or another. And they name an error after you. It surely was an error. Uh, maybe? Gregorian from the Battlestar Galactic? I don't... Okay, we're not talking about Cylons and that stuff. Okay. Let's concentrate on scary stories and stuff and 
let's make sure that my doctor didn't leave a voicemail letting me know if I'm going to live through the night. Let's find out. Doc. Yo, Nick. Give it to me straight, Doc. I'm just wondering what you're up to, buddy. Chilling. I'm living. I'm living. How are you so doing? I found these um, organic baby carrots. Yeah. And what they're multicolored. I was wondering what that's all about. It's like um I think it's the soil. Is the rainbow? I don't I think it's like the soil and the nutrients in or the Or do carrot. they squirt beet juice on some of them? What? Beet bleach juice? the others. They said they're pig like juice. Uh, <clears throat> pale carrots. Orange carrots. You have a you have the and gamut of carrots there, my friend. Carrots. Hence the beet juice. But it doesn't go all the way to the center. The center is still the core of the carrot when I bite it. It's still orange. I was just wondering what the fuck that's all about. Um, if you know about carrots, Nick, please let me know. Oh, this is a good thick one. Mmm. Two, two of them, big and thick. Oh. I figure you're going to play this until you shut it off. You're going to play this until you shut me off. So I've enjoyed the Lower Decks. I, I like the Star Trek Lower Decks. I think uh, the story flows pretty well. The characters are pretty funny. Uh, uh, the, my major... Okay, the characters are a little annoying. They do a lot of screaming and yelling. They do tone it down, you know. Uh, I, th- I think they did find a flow for the characters. I'm more interested in the story than the characters. It was mostly forced. A lot of, a lot of forcing stuff. Uh, I didn't like the um, the forcing of references. I don't like when there's like, oh yeah, remember when uh, Doctor Doctor Spock did that thing? I don't like when they do when they do that in it. But I, I've enjoyed the show a lot. It's been probably. Some of the best new Trek I've seen. Uh, uh, Discovery Season 3 comes out tomorrow. I can't wait to watch that. Maybe I'll stay up all night and watch it. Can't wait to see what Michael Burnham's doing. Spock's sister, I guess. She doesn't exist with a spaceship that breaks everything. Maybe they'll bring it to the Kelvin universe somehow. They'll be like, oh, they'll switch over to like the regular universe. That'd be cool. It's like, oh, by the way, that was all not even the Kelvin universe. Maybe it was the Melvin universe. Grain of salt. Okay. um, Oh, speaking of Star Trek, I know this this is a little off. This is not the... I guess it's not off because it's about Star Trek, right? Uh, listen, listen to this. This this was like my favorite scene from Star Trek, the original series with uh, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, uh, William Shatner. I, I like the guy. He's, I think he's great. Uh, he makes me like Canada. He's, he's like the, uh, the testicles of Canada. That's what I'd call William Shatner. Uh, so... 
Let's just listen to this. This is like my favorite episode here. I just want to listen to it because Enterprise, I mean, uh, Discovery Season 3 is coming tomorrow. Captain's Log, Stardate 14. We're being pulled towards a hostile planet. I'm hoping that Scotty will be able to activate the backup control system. Just listen to this for a second. God, I feel so vulnerable. Captain, I'm picking up some strange signals. Something about intergalactic oppressors, sir. Captain, intruders are approaching the bridge, sir. Who are you? I am the Minister Louis Farrakhan. The Wrath of Farrakhan. Who is he? A former Calypso singer, Captain. Who later became leader of a 20th century African-American religious sect known as the Nation of Islam. You like to buy some incense? Bean pie, my brother? No, thank you. What do you want? I've come to warn your crew. Warn your your crew. crew. Of their enslavement. Enslavement? Aboard this vessel. Mm -hmm. That's... Poppycock, these people are perfectly free to do anything they want. It is that same lie that kept Elvis the king, that made that poor child Latoya Jackson think she could sing. It is that same lie that's got white boys rapping and the fat boys acting. Hey, mister, you can't go in here and talk to me like that. Ahura, get me Starfleet Command. Yes, Captain. Oh, my Nubian princess. How long have you placed his cause? I watch the show every week, and all I see is the back of your nappy wig. Ahura, Starfleet, now. Well, wait a second. He's right. I've been sitting here for 15 years with this damn thing in my ear. ain't got one range yet. Or your occasional chocolate fantasy? You get up off your flat butt and get Starfleet your damn self, cause I ain't but Yes, sister. Mr. Zulu, call Scotty. Tell him to get this man out of here. Wait a minute, Mr. Zulu. Before you touch that dial, answer me this question. Who does the laundry around here? I do. Mr. Zulu, well, you call me Buddha head and pie face in front of everybody. Well, I've been in space all this time, and I haven't had one woman yet. You even take the ugly ones, Captain. My loins are about to explode. I want to do the nasty. That's right, rise up, Mr. Spock, my friend, we've got to do something. Why do you say we, Caucasoid? It's obvious, Captain, that Minister Farrakhan is right. Spock, are you out of your falcon mind? Well, logically speaking, Captain, I am the strongest and most intelligent person aboard this vessel, yet I'm only second in command. Mm -hmm. I should be Captain, and I'm also a better director than you. You get off my ship, buddy. Put your puny weapon down, Captain. You cannot harm me. My people have survived 
400 years of slavery. Slavery. 300 years of apartheid. Apartheid. And 25 years of the Jeffersons in syndication. Go to your room. Oh, I love it when I do that to them. Nubian princess. Call Sylvia's Soul Food Shack. Make reservations. I got a taste for some blackened white fish. Mr. Sulu, what are you gonna have? Sylvia. Well, all right then, my horny Asian brother, Warp Factor 5. We're going home, destination 125th Street. It's one of my favorite episodes of the original series. The Wrath of Farrakhan. It was a great episode of uh, 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 Star Trek. Yeah, so, yeah. Been enjoying Lower Decks a lot, even though it's a little bit, you know, it's a little Rick and Morty. I, I, I think the worst part about it is the cursing. I don't like, there shouldn't be cursing in Starfleet, and... They could make jokes without cursing. And also, hard re- hard references and cursing could go. And the rest is fine. I like it a lot. Discovery Season 3 is going to be goddamn hysterical. They have a ship that could jump anywhere in a in the future. <sighs> Whatever. We'll see what they do. If they could fix that show... I'll, I'll stop making fun of Alex Kurtzman. But until that day... Uh, okay, that's off my chest now. Also, I guess since we're talking about TV, you could call in and talk to me about TV too. I watch, I watch a little bit of the boob tube. Uh, I got, I got, I was, I was kind of side watching the, the Blythe Mansion. Is that what it's called? Blythe Manor? House on Bly, Bly Time, Bly Manor, Bly Mansion. I don't know. It's, it's on a, it's on some, streaming service i was watching it like from the side doing other stuff i i have been seeing it the i i don't it's getting a lot of good reviews but i've seen about five episodes and i guess it's good for for sleeping too i don't know maybe i'm missing something because i'm not paying too much attention it looked like it looked like it starts with a like an old lady she's telling a story and the story is about 20 hours long it seems like a very uh like if you're at like oh yeah we're at a party hi how you doing it's a Halloween party oh yeah she looks interesting let's go hang out with her she looks and then she's like oh I want to tell you this I got a really scary story I got a scary story to tell you and she's an older lady she's attractive but she's like oh, guys it's a little it's a little long we got we gonna get fucked up while I tell it to you you gotta get real fucked up I guess while you're watching it to make it feel like it's moving along but uh I. So she's telling the story to this, these people in a party, and then the show starts, and it's it's like so goddamn long, and like nothing happens. Like there's some weird kids in it that talk, like you want to slap them around. You're like oh man, I want to slap these kids. And then there's some mundane housework and chores. I don't know what's going on in it. Maybe I'm missing something. There's a there's a fake ass uh, Bree Bree Wilson. What's her name? Captain Marvel. Bree Ferguson. It looks like her. She's in there too. I don't know. I haven't been really enjoying that one, but maybe uh, maybe it's really good. If there's a reason, if maybe if I'm missing something, let me know. But it seems like uh, 
Murder maps. Oh, yeah, look at that. There's a chat. I forgot. I've been not reading the chat up here because I've been all tense from these ghost stories. Uh, you got some. Hold on one second. I got to breathe. That's better. Uh, I feel great. I feel good now. I, I, I breathed. Oh, by the way, I think there's a new episode of Origins of Things and Stuff that just came out. It's probably on YouTube. Uh, I didn't post the MP3 yet, but we uh, have great discussions on that show. We talk about witches and wizards, a whole bunch of cool stuff. So go check that out. Also, I, I think I asked a very interesting question at the beginning of the show about how nobody has ever actually farted or how nobody actually ever smells bad. And I have a scientist that backs me up on it. So yeah, check that out. Uh, okay. Well, we got, we got back to the show here. We got a lot of, uh, a lot more show to go. It's, it's October. It's creepy. It's Halloweeny. We got scary stories coming. We're not done yet with a, uh, the telltale heart. We still have one more part to go, uh, told by the great Medas. He does a great podcast, too. You go check him out. I'll link him on the episode through the Twitter after I post this episode. I just want to say thanks to him. Also, uh, there's some other artists that sent in some stories as well. We're keeping that for a surprise, though. The show's not over, folks. The phone lines are currently full. It looks like my doctor keeps calling. Diane, play another doctor message. Maybe my ED pills are in. What the fuck? What kind of pizza joint has a goddamn message? What am I going to tell you? I want a pizza tomorrow? God. Call me back. You're you're my doctor. Jeez. He leaves so many voicemails. He clogs up the phone line. That's why nobody's calling right now. Basically, he, he has like, I think he has like 30 phones in his office. Last time I checked when I was there. He's a good guy, though. He gives really good rates. And he's uh, loose with the pills. So, Nick, I need your opinion, your experienced opinion and knowledge on a subject. No problem, Doc. What's uh, up? Also, because you have vast experience. I do. I do. Should my I doctor, shave I... my asshole, ass crack area? Should I wh- have it waxed? Or should I leave it hairy and just have it all bleached? Should huh. I bleach my asshole? Or all of the above? Um, and I mean, if I leave it hairy, you could pretend you're exploring with a blonde. Um, if I get it all waxed and then bleached, I don't... Right, before he goes on with his uh, story here, let me just say to you, doctor. What are you trying to achieve? Think about what you're trying to achieve and then follow your heart. And after that, you know, I'll, I'll maybe get my my subscription filled, perhaps. Uh, it looks like uh, it looks like we have we are having some technical difficulties. We're gonna have to play some music over here. We got a Thora bass with a crumb for the sparrow. Yeah, play yeah, play those. We'll be right back, everybody. There's we. It looks like there might be ghost in the sewer. It's scary, Dad. 
Well, welcome back to Nick the Rant Radio, <clears throat> where things are getting kind of scary. Uh, during that song, I heard a noise. It was coming from over in the corner over there. The same corner. That was just. Uh, I was. I was just there urinating. And then I left, and I came back to over here. And then from over there where I was just, I just was, I was just right there. I heard like this loud bang. It was, there's nobody else down here right now except uh, Diane. Why are you holding an axe, Diane? You can put that down. Um, and like 30 scientists are in the, in the, in a cafeteria about, um, a couple floors down, but they're over there. You know, they're, they're doing their job. They're keeping the, the servers running. There's a lot of stuff that goes into the show. It's not just one person. There's a lot of people here. Diane, did my doctor call back yet? Diane, did, did you get the answer to my question to, to dear Diane, the newspaper column? You forgot the question that I asked? It was about the the streak free spray. Yes. This, okay, okay, people, this Have you ever seen cloths that that are marketed as streak free? Sure. Okay. I guess some cloth might not have any texture on it, so it's pretty streak free. When you rub it down, it'll be a smooth, clean surface. I understand this. What kind of magic do they use to make streak-free spray, though? Like, what, what is in or not inside of a spray that makes it leave streak? Isn't it just alcohol? Because if it's an alcohol-based product, it'll evaporate quicker. Uh, or how do you? What is? How do you make streaks not go? Like, how do you get rid of these streaks? Does anybody out there know? Hello? Hello? Are you... Is this Mr. Streaks? No, but I was interested in, in the street talk. It's kind of weird. The talk on the, on the street. Uh, have you ever used a, st- a streak spree fray? A streak free spray? Yeah. Yeah, I have in the past. Do you do you think that's magic? Do you think there's magic in that bottle, or do you think there's um, some common knowledge that I'm just not not understanding? It doesn't make sense. I, well, I think it's a matter of evaporation. Yeah, but if there's like cleaner in the spray, though, it's still gonna leave something behind, won't it? Like if there's something there, and if it evaporates too quick. It'll still it'll leave stuff. It'll be residue. Yeah, what makes the rate of evaporation of streak-free stuff so causes it to not leave streaks? It not at least leave streaks that are visible to the human eye. So it might leave micro streaks that are not seeable by, by the human eye. But these streak-free sprays evaporate so fast that the eyes can't see it, but maybe something smaller can. Bingo. So it, is it, is that is that still magic though? That kind of sounds like magic. That's almost like 
That's almost uh, uh, well, fast I mean, evaporation. Like, oh, I could evaporate quick. Like, imagine you could pee, and it evaporates before well, it hits the floor. You know what? I mean, a lot of magic is based on chemistry. So, what about what about uh, physics? Magic's not based on physics; just just chemistry. A lot of it's based on physics too. It's it's it. Magic touches a lot of the sciences. You know? I think I think biology is the biggest magic because that that gravity. shit doesn't make sense. I mean, even gravity. Oh, that's true. It's, yeah, it's, it's the edge. There's like edge cases to every um, science, isn't there? We're just like, well, you just have very, to. It just, it just so. is. It just is. If, especially if you see like somebody work with like a deck of cards or like coins, where they can make them like uh, appear and disappear. Or the way they work a deck of cards to place different cards within the deck. That's a lot of like edge science when they do that. It's like after AP, right? Like there's a phys- there's geometry, and there's ge- geography, and then there's a um, addition and multiplication. Then there's a uh, physics, and then there's advanced physics, and then there's a uh, there's card cutting or coin vanishing. Uh, uh, almost. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying, though. It, when it gets into. I mean, it's a, it's a higher pay raise, into, too. If you could do something that you can't explain, you're going to get paid a lot of money for it. Probably. Isn't that great? There's people I mean, that have jobs that are people, doing stuff that I, I don't know, to an extent, there's people that have worked a hustle like that before. <laughs> like that, uh, what was his name, Bailey. Yuri Geller? Yeah. That bent the, bent the spoon? Fuck yeah, he bent, he came to my house once, and he bent my mom over a chair. But, but who was it, I can't remember who it was that disproved him. Somebody disproved him that he couldn't really uh, bend the spoon. It was probably spoon. Randy, the, uh, Randy the Magnificent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's always an explanation to the magic, you know? magic. Randy also bent my mother over a chair as well. Wow, whoa. It was was a magical gangbang. It ruined me for my entire life. (laughs) That would either be magical or... uh... I mean, uh, it was disproven. It never happened. Randy disproved it. (laughs) As he did it in front of me. He's he's great at his job. Imagine your job was just proving somebody wrong. That's great. Like, oh, it's just like somebody who was able to stand up for themselves. Like, you're just bullshitting me. You're lying. (laughs) One guy's making money from lying, and one guy's making money for pointing him out for lying. Wouldn't that be like OSHA? Do you know what OSHA is? That's the that's either a large uh, aquatic animal or a Japanese dish. <laughs> no, it's like occupational hazards and standards. Well, if you're uh, welling, they... it's all three. <laughs> no, it's like where where a business has to follow a certain like standards of safety for the employees. And they'll come in and find you for that. Oh, shit. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, shit. That's a... Okay, well. Uh, 
caller? Yes, sir. Can I, can I perhaps uh, throw a ball that has a question on it into your court? All right. Uh, I don't think I don't know if I have a ball. Can I forewarn you? Oh wait, I got yeah, I got one right here. Okay, ball. Okay, uh, let me write. What was that? Uh, my brain is fried lately from so much information. Oh, well, that's perfect because the question I'm about to ask you is going to be honest. Whatever I blow at you. All right. My question is, is blowing into somebody's face funny or not? That's no, not at all. I, so that's not funny? No. Damn, because I was going to be on America's Got Talent, and I thought it would be funny if I went up to each of them, and, and I want to blow into Howie Mandel's face. Oh, I thought I thought that'd be funny. That'd be the whole stand-up bit. But- the urge, the urge to do that would be overwhelming, but the overall laugh factor, if it was my face that someone was blowing into, <laughs> I'd be all ticked off. There's <laughs> I'd be like, no face more eat? punchable than a face blow. <laughs> what <laughs> is that smell? <laughs> what did you... Yeah. Why are you doing this? That's probably the first person... Uh, you would ever like punch like if you'd never punched somebody before uh, somebody blowing in your face is probably the first person oh, you do it to that would be a trigger event right there that would <laughs> definitely yeah especially if it was like someone uh, you know, like approaching the garlic smell maybe you know imagine it was in like an That'd old be like the ultimate like there there might be somebody that you they, you'd do it to and they'd be like eh whatever he's weird but imagine... there's gonna be one of them <laughs> Imagine Vincent Price doing it to you. What if it was somebody famous? Would you let a famous person blow into your face? Vincent Price would be. I'd be like, oh wow, that's <laughs> keep, impressive. Keep blowing, especially with especially since the he's dead from like oh. the thriller. <laughs> True. <laughs> the power of the thriller. <laughs> I'd imagine his breath smells like um um uh. Uh, maybe like a scone and coffee. Maybe a coffee and <laughs> possible, possible pale mill. Like a cinnamon too. I, I I I would detect a hint of cinnamon in Vincent Price's breath as he <laughs> huffed in my face. And some lucky strikes. Wait, Paul, are you a vampire? Uh, I'm seeing people saying that you're uh, a vampire in the chat room over here. I've not been tested. Is that like the COVID test? I don't know how you check if you're a vampire. I have no idea. Do you know how to check if you're a witch? If it's... uh, No, no, I don't. Then you should listen to Origins of Things and Stuff, Episode 7, about the origins of witches. You like that, right? That was a... It's a pretty good segue. That was an awesome segue. Yeah, nobody died or anything. No, yeah, nobody rolled off a cliff. <sighs> could have happened. Could have been, 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 been cute. Like, 
I'm looking around for audio of that guy falling off the cliff, but it, that's probably a little bit weird. There should be cameras on everything, but why, like, why isn't the sports? There should be like a like body cam uh, cameras on like uh, uh, football players and basketball players. If 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 these if these uh, warriors of ours are out there and they're they're uh, sweating for the money and they're on national TV and they're taking up airtime of our uh, of our airwaves with their uh, sweaty, tight panted uh, athleticism, there should be cameras like everywhere. Like I want to see a helmet cam. On every player, and I want to be able to flip through them. Like I want to be able to buy the the quarterback's helmet cam uh, feed and just sit there and I watch that, or I could flip it to, uh, um, ooh, maybe like one of the poles in a in 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 a women's volleyball game. That'd be cool. There should be cameras on the poles, <laughs> or That's like to- totally more than possible. That's totally possible. And why don't we put cameras everywhere for the sports? And we, just- I mean, it doesn't have to be like this. Doesn't have to be like 1080, you know. No, nah, I want to see like 420p uh, footage of the the in the internal organs. Like I want to see a heart camera on a on a basketball player. Like I could see their heart beating. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking the shot. <laughs> that was that'd be more than possible. I mean, <laughs> the oh man, what? Why are we so lame as a society? There's so much cool stuff we could do, and we don't do it. You could have like a total harness on you when any of those sports are played. You can have the crotch cam. That's Would you want about. the crotch cam? Oh man, that could be like an advertisement for, for Trojan. It could just be like this: this crotch oh, cam yeah. was paid for by Trojan, and just like you know, there could be advertisements on it too. It could be like, "Hey, don't do drugs, crotch cam." Like LeBron James's crotch like cam depository. Yeah. Or put a I'm ball. Like, why not put like a camera in a in a baseball bat so you could see the the bat swinging to hit the ball? Like, this, this, we could we could do this, people. It's it's 2020. We're all living in caves and we don't have toilet paper. We could we could put cameras in baseball bats. Or or the ball. <laughs> that would make me nauseous, though. It would be spinning too much. Unless you put like a gyro in there, so it leveled out or something. Like that sandwich that the Greeks eat? Oh yeah, caller. You know what, uh, caller? Well, I'm going to talk to you off the air about uh, a flying sandwich that doesn't get all over the place. Uh, a little bit later. Uh, can Can I give you a call back later? Sure. Good, because I gotta go. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three is the phone number. You could have conversations. Uh, uh, or maybe do like a Shark Tank deal or something. A flying gyro. We're We're gonna make it rich down here. Uh, let's listen to part three of the Telltale Heart by the great, the incredible, the full flavored, the vocal range of a of a football team with Jack cameras on. Oh man, and you could like have a, like a helmet cam, and and when the guy's hutting you the ball, you could see the sweat dripping down his ass crack in like three D. The future is now, people. Why are we not uh, treating these sports players more like, uh, like, like? Uh, uh, I guess that's 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 probably why. I guess because it's kind of a disgusting habit to do.
Ah, fuck it. I'm still in for it. Let's uh, tell Tale Hard Part 3. sound. This, however, did not vex me. It would not be heard through the wall. At length, it ceased. The old man was dead. I removed the bed and examined his corpse. Yes, he was stone, stone, dead. I placed my hand upon the heart and held it there for many minutes. There was no pulsation. He was stone dead. His eye would trouble me no more. If you still think me mad, you will no longer when I describe the wise precautions I took for the concealment of the body. The night waned, and I worked hastily, but in silence. First of all, I dismembered the corpse. I cut off the head and arms and legs. Then I took up three planks from the flooring in the chamber and deposited all between the scantlings. I replaced the board so cleverly, so cunningly, that no human eye, not even his, could have detected anything wrong. There was nothing to wash out, no stain of any kind, no blood spot, whatever. I had been far too weary for that. The tub had caught all. <laughs> when I had made an end of these labors, it was four o'clock, still dark as midnight. As the bell sounded the hour, there came a knocking at the street door. I went down to open it with a light heart, for what had I to fear? There entered three men, who introduced themselves with perfect suavity as officers of the police. A shriek had been heard by a neighbor during the night. Suspicion of foul play had been aroused. Information had been lodged at the police office, and they, the officers, had been deputed to search the premises. I smiled, for what had I to fear? I bade the gentlemen welcome. The shriek, I said, was my own in a dream. The old man, I mentioned, was absent in the country. I took my visitors all over the house. I bade them search, search well. I led them at length to his chamber and showed them his treasures, secure, undisturbed. In the enthusiasm of my confidence, I brought chairs into the room and desired them here to rest for their fatigues, while I myself, in the wild audacity of my perfect triumph, placed my own seat upon the very spot which proposed the corpse of the victim. The officers were satisfied. My manner had convinced them. I was singularly at ease. They sat, and while I answered cheerily, they chatted of familiar things, but ere long I felt myself getting pale and wished them gone. My head ached, and I fancied a ringing in my ears, but still they sat and still chatted, 
The ringing became more distinct. It continued to become more distinct. I talked more freely to get rid of the feeling, but it continued to gain definitiveness until, at length, I found that the noise was not within my ears. No doubt I now grew very pale, and I talked more fluently and with a heightened voice, and yet the sound increased, and what could I do? It was a low, dull, quick sound, much a sound as a watch makes when enveloped in cotton. I gasped for breath, and yet the officers heard it not. I talked more quickly, more vehemently, but noise steadily increased. I arose and argued about trifles, in a high key, with violent gesticulations, but the noise steadily increased. Why would they not be gone? I paced the floor to and fro with heavy strides, as if excited by the fury of the observations of the men but the noise steadily increased. Oh, God, what could I do? I foamed, I raved, I swore, I swung the chair upon which I had been sitting and grated it upon the boards, but the noise arose over all and continually increased. It grew louder and louder and louder, and still the men chatted pleasantly and smiled. Was it possible they heard not? Almighty God, no, no, they heard, they suspected, they knew, they were making a mockery of my horror. This I thought, and this I think. But anything was better than this agony, anything more tolerable than this derision. I could bear those hypocritical smiles no longer. I felt that I must scream or die, and now again, hark! Louder! 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 Villains! I shrieked. Dissemble no more! I admit the deed! Tear up the planks! Here! Here! It's the beating of that hideous heart!
That was a pretty good cover. I liked it so much that I played it. That was Yag with Jigsaws Falling Into Place. That's a Radiohead song. Uh, good, good stuff. I like it a lot. Uh, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. We are on the 1 a.m. hour. That means it is... It's kind of late. But, you know, that means it means time to grab a little Elgimador. This is NVIDIA technology hasn't been the most amazing stuff ever kind of wish i still had a big old green sheet tied to my wall but that's fine hey it's one o'clock tequila time 
And we'll be mixing this with a little bit of... Ow. Zico. All right. If you'd like to give me a call and tell me what your favorite drink is for October, give me a call. My favorite drink for October actually would be um, October, November, December. And the, you know, the winter time would be uh, spice rum, uh, apple cider, and cinnamon cinnamon sticks in there. That's that's always tasty. Throw a little fruit in there too, maybe a little apple, a couple apple slices, and apple cider. But you could drink anything all year round. I got my coconut juice and my tequila tonight. <clears throat> Makes me feel good. It is 1 a.m. in the sewer. We go late night here because uh, the nighttime, that's when the creatures and the monsters come out. And I like to do a little, you know, I like to do edge. I don't like to talk about religion or politics, really. Like, it's, it's, it's a, it's so ingrained in all of our lives. And, and nobody could agree on anything. Like, we can there's some stuff, when you see it, you know it's bad. And you're like, that's just bad, because I saw it, and that's bad. And nobody could usually agree on those, but it's very hard to, uh, to, to talk about that, because nobody is anywhere. We're, we're not all in the same room, watching the same thing happening. We're all in our own little, it's, it's definitely, a dimensional shifts between people. It's, it's very hard to for society to come together. But we could uh if you're not an asshole, then usually you could uh you could uh, kind of join the community and feel good. So if you're like an outcast and you're like, "Oh man, these people will never talk to me." Just find some people that aren't assholes. It's hard to do. Very hard to do. But you could do it. And you'll find it. The horror community is great. If you want to meet people that aren't assholes, most people in the horror community, um, they look like they're scary, maybe a little uh, strange, but they're very nice people. I love the horror community. Uh, we, we are talking about scary stuff tonight, scary stories. There are more scary stories to be heard tonight. Let me just do a little countdown here. We got a couple, couple surprises coming up. One, two... But we're not going to play a scary story right now. We're going to probably listen to another phone call from my doctor because I am really desperate to know how my uh, DE reversed is doing right now. Please, come on, doctor. Come on, let me know. Hey, Nick. Um, I got a question for you about the music you played pre-stream. The whole uh, John, John Legend orchestral music, the John Legend. Um choreographed okay what um what's wrong doctor yeah i'm not trying to piss on anyone's you know uh career but i'm just uh, wondering what when did john uh, legend um what which uh jurassic park movie was that jurassic park movie was that john legend uh remix from i'd really like to know i don't really know what you're talking all about all his uh john legend um Oh, that, that's not his name? Oh, I, fuck. I guess I'm... I just hear things wrong. Because all uh, John um, Legends shit sounds the same. Worthless. Oh. Doc, so Doc, look. I'm not looking for your, your music. I'm looking for my pills, buddy. 
Okay. Uh, you know, I gotta wash my ears out with a non-doctor voicemail. This looks like a we get nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. You could call in right now. The phone lines are kind of jam packed, but you might get lucky. Uh, it looks like no, that line just got full. Uh, the, the, there's so many blinking lights. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 89, 90. There's like 90 people calling right now. There's a, there's a long, it's, it's hard to get in. It's hard to get through. And I understand that, you know, if, if you, if you got stuff to do and you don't want to wait on hold because the phone systems in the sewer is a little fucked up, I, I understand. Okay. But, uh, let's listen to this voicemail, 917-719-5923. You could leave this anytime and I'll play it on the show. Hey, Nick. This is Marbles again. Oh, Marbles. Um, so my friends, Ratchet, uh, Pirate, Norad, uh, Murder, Norad? and Wormwood, they told me that I should call you. They said you're the rattiest of rats. Um, I, I, I'm going to keep trying to call tonight and yeah. see if I can get you. Um, I, I heard I'm having deja vu. Really scary show tonight. Didn't you just talk I'm about House really of a Thousand Corpses? House of a Thousand Corpses <gasps> uh, just to get in the mood to watch what's going on or, or, or to talk to the rattiest of rats. Um, so I'm just hoping I get through, uh, Mr. Nick. Or I think it, you might. Or is it just Nick? Or is it just, or is it Mr. Rat? Again, Mr. Rat, Nick, Miss, Nick, Rat, Nick the Rat, Nick the Rat. This is Marbles. Oh. My friends call me Marbles because they love me. Uh, can, what's the chances of me calling back and getting online? I think um, uh, in 2020's hindsight, you're probably not going to get through. The The phone lines are totally packed. I don't think you're going to get through tonight, Marbles. Uh, maybe another night we'll, we could talk. It, you sound you sound like an awesome person. I would love to know more about um, Murdoch and... Oh, wait. Uh, let's, let's play an advertisement because, you know, people like you do support the show. This is like a very public show. It's, I'm trying to spread culture. You could replay my show and I will not sue you. I will not get, uh, uh, lawyers to come after you if you, unless maybe if you started charging for it. Like if you, if you were making money off of my show somehow, like, or, or you, you took my credit card information and, uh. Oh, we're gonna. I can make some money. We're playing advertisements. Spend money. Buy, buy, buy. Spend, spend, buy. Spend money. Buy, buy, buy. Do you collect spooky memorabilia? Well, we have a deal for you. They're not gonna pay us if I play it like that. Oh, hold on one second here. That's right. One hundred percent. Sorry. Okay, we 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 don't want to get uh, sued for playing the advertisement too low, so we're going to resume that on the uh, louder. You know, you know, what I just thought about a lot of people out there. There's a lot that will uh, accept life 
in a very shitty state. There could be something horrible going on in your life that is very easily fixable. But I think 90% of people out there will just totally ignore it. Like, uh, say, say you're in the shower. And you, when you turn the hose, you turn the, uh, the, the fire hose on in a certain direction. And say the faucet starts to squeal. And it, it just starts happening one day. You just get into the shower and there's a squealing noise coming from your shower because uh, something something's happening. Most people will just live like that for the next 20, 30, 40 years of their life with that squealing noise going on. And it's just, it's just like a, like, they're, they're too, uh, is it proud or ignorant? It's, or unaware that they could probably fix the issue that, that's right in front of them. Uh, there could be maybe, uh, or, or like another example would be that they have a, something that's, old and broken in their house like it's just like an old and broken thing that you use often like a maybe like a faucet handle say you had like a faucet handle that if you grabbed it and it, it was broken you'd probably slice your hand open and you bleed all over the place but you're just too damn lazy to change it the, people you could get out there you could change these things you could fix it uh the, there's so much power that you have over your your influence sphere that you could make your life better very quickly. I know it's very hard to uh, get past the, the doing of something because doing stuff sucks, but you could do it. And I believe in you and you should probably uh, buy whatever this next advertisement is selling. I hope this Diane, is that going to cover my ass? Collect spooky memorabilia. Well, we have a deal for you. Crime scene evidence. That's right, 100% real crime scene evidence. Our operatives have illegal access to 100% real crime scene evidence. Get knives, drugs, guns, spent bullet casings, and dirty underwear from the worst criminals in the district. Order now and we'll even throw blood samples. Still moist. Call now for prices 917-719-59. 719-5923 During this time of year, it's hard for a lot of us, especially the pumpkins. Please donate to the Dark Sewer Network today and help protect the pumpkins of the world. 917-719-5923 Donate today. Let's um let's boost the amperage and play Rave Up Records with Bad Mind. Rave Up Records with Bad Play it. Alright, people. Let's have a fun time in the sewer. 
It's called it's called dancing. I didn't really shakey shakey. Jeez, shakey shake it like a Polaroid. Uh, welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York, everybody. It is October. It is super duper scary time out there. Uh, you never know what's going to happen that's scary. You you could be just sitting there eating a croissant, and then um, you get a, a call from your doctor, and he tells you something horrible. And then and then he's like, "I'll call you back." And then every time after that, he calls you. He leaves a weird, really fucking strange voicemail. Probably like this next one that he left. I, I'm I'm not expecting to get the information that I need from him tonight, but maybe I don't know. Let's see what we got here. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Apparently, it was John's Willie that was uh, the music was by John's Willie because I mean it's pumping, 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 pumping. It all feels the same. There is nothing worth hearing or playing by that vast, um, I mean, he's, I mean, he's made a career. I can't fault him for that, but it's all the same shit. I'm just, uh. Thanks, Doc. Thanks for, okay, uh, you know, let's get back into this holiday Halloween spirit. Let's have another scary story here. Uh, it's no longer the, uh, the, the, the heart that won't stop and stick in your head into holes. Check it out. Tall Tale Heart. Read by Medus. Medus. The great Med... Uh, great story that was. But this one is also by uh, another great man named uh, Lonnie Webb. Now, Lonnie Webb has a... What does it say? Like a Kickstarter? What is it? Uh, what is it called? Uh, an Indiegogo is that like a dance move? It's okay. Lonnie might be um, have a he has an Indiegogo. It's a dance move. He has no. It's not a dance move. Destiny Mountains Demon. It's it looks like a great uh, great crime story with supernatural stuff. You could try to help him out there. And if you uh, like this next story, it's by him. And I'm sure you will. Well, his artwork's actually pretty stunning. And, uh, you should check it out. It's scary as fuck, too. He's a... Uh, ooh, ooh, I like it a lot. Lonnie Webb, check him out. And check out his Indiegogo. Uh, Destiny Mountain Demon. Check it out. Uh, and here is a uh, uh, his submission 
to the Nick the Rat Radio's Scary Story October Fun Time. Holy shit, I crap my pants because this is probably going to be scary as fuck. Let's listen to it as soon as I find out how to play it and I don't have to keep on stretching the segment out. Here we go! Because I was there at the hardware store walking in to get me a couple of fittings. And I'll be darned, but what? From behind a lamppost, there was an evil, fallen SUV looking out from behind that lamppost. And it decided it was going to charge like a bull. And it did, like a fiery tiger, all out of the depths of hell was blacked out, windows and groans, spinning rims. It charged at me, crossed the white lines, careened over the handicapped spots. And left me leaping across the red fire engine lane uh-huh, uh-huh, in uh-huh. the dire werewomens that was driving that there SUV missed me, but not by much. She was out to kill some man. Any man would do. You could see it in her eyes, because her burning red eyes was the only thing you could see through the blacked-out SUV windows. Now, I tell you, I've adopted a new strategy to make sure that when I drive my truck, the world is safe. From me becoming one of the wear kind. So the first thing I do is when I put my keys into my truck's steering column, I put my left hand into my lap to see if I have not become a worman's. If I'm a worman's, I take my keys back out of the steering column. And then I check the mirror to see if I'm a black women's or a white women's. Because you can't have a yellow or a brown women's, you know, it's either black or white. And I'm going to get, at that point, out of my truck. And I'm going to look around and try to figure out what the hell happened to my SUV. 
Now that's what happened to me when I just tried to go to the hardware store. The crazy fallen werewomen from hell come out and try to drive over your ass at the hardware store during the full moon. <laughs> I'm L Dub. Looks like my Twitch stream. I don't know if it's going in and out. It looks like, it looks like it's down for me, but it might be up. This is awful. Who knows? I don't care. Whatever you can watch this or listen to it whenever. This is mainly a podcast. It's not like some uh, video fun time. But if you if you're looking at the video right now, you're gonna see this gorgeous rodent over here with the uh, cheese. Um, it's made by a Lucid Naps right there. Napoleon Doom. Uh, was it strange bread? Bread, bread. Uh, Napoleon Doom, yeah, it's amazing artist. I love this piece. I have it framed and everything. Anyway, uh, does the artwork for uh, Grimerica too? The cover art for Grimerica. Uh, oh, it looks like we got some uh, gas blast that just came in right here. Holy crap, this is a little bit long, but let's see if I can get through it. Okay. Nick, I have a scary story for you. I hope you don't shart your pants. All right, it looks like I have to read you guys a scary story now. It's a little long. If it uh, if I can't get through it, I'll stop. But I'm going to try to get through it. I'm going to try to go through it uh, at a nice pace. I'm going to keep a nice pace going. Brooklyn, October 2020, high noon. It was a warm and sunny fall day. A Brooklyn resident named Nick was walking down the street dressed in his favorite skinny jeans and corporate logo t-shirt. He was gleefully playing Animal Crossing on a Switch when suddenly two Midwestern yokels who were busy gaping and pointing at the tall buildings slammed into him and made him drop his Switch. He picked it up and he noticed that the screen was cracked and the case was roughed up, which would hurt his soft hands. That would... Uh, enraged at the yokels, Nick turned, started screaming obscenities at them. You stinky yokels! Uh, the yokel put his arm around his wife and started to cry at the terrible words coming in her way. Nick was so upset that he didn't notice another man slowly rise out of his chair across the street and begin approaching. As Nick's tantrum began to subside, he finally noticed the man approaching and turned to him. Further insults drying up immediately. That's a weird sentence there. Uh, the, this is a cold read, by the way. I'd never seen this before in my life. The man was at least a foot taller than Nick and a hundred pounds heavier of pure muscle with a jawline that could cut glass. Nick realized that the man was not just a Chad, but that he was also so far above regular Chads as to be a giga-Chad. The man continued to slowly walk towards Nick. Fifty feet. Forty feet. Twenty feet. At fifteen feet, Nick was terrified to see the Giga Chad unholster the big iron on his hip. Eight, four, one foot. Oh, 
God, the Gigich head stared down at Nick, flexing his muscles and breathing angrily. He continued to stare at Nick, who was beginning to sweat and twitch more than a podcaster with Tourette's. Nick tried to turn around and walk away, but the Giga Chad firmly grabbed Nick by the neck and turned him back around as easily as he would a child. A sweet, baby, innocent child. <laughs> Giga Chad had his huge left hand wrapped around Nick's pencil neck and finally said, I heard you yelling at those two old people. Try yelling at me. Go when I dare you. Nick suddenly realized Gikachad was also from the Midwest, most likely South Dakota, based on his accent. Nick stammered. I, uh, uh, I, uh, your toy for children, growled Gigachad, set it down. Nick dropped the switch. Gigachad looked at it on the ground, sneered, and brought it. What the fuck is this? and brought his red-wing work boot down on it in a swift stomp. It shattered into a million pieces. Hold on one second. It's sad. I just gotta hit the mute button so I can... let out a little cry. Hold on. I... It's, it's a long story here. Okay. I think I'm good. Okay. Fuck this, Giga Chad. Suddenly, Giga Chad's hand started to tighten around Nick's, uh, Nick's neck slowly, and Nick's eyes began to bulge. Sometimes when rats get excited, they bulge and twitch their eyes, so maybe I was just excited. I don't know. Uh, Nick's weak arm beat ineffectively against Giga Chad's massive chest. Holy shit, Nick thought to himself. Gigachad is going to kill me. And I haven't even watched my new Simpin' for Pogs DVD yet. Finally, as Nick's vision began to darken, Gigachad let him go and started to laugh in his deep baritone. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, little man. I left the Midwest to get away from the idiots like that. Come on, let's go to the range. Since I broke your toy... The ammo is on me. The end. Diane, did my doctor call me? He did? Can you play that? Nick R., I gotta say, I'm so glad you played the chase after you played all that John Willie's shit, because little John Willie, um, God, I mean, any orchestral trained ear can tell all that shit's the same fucking thing, and... I don't know why it's so frustrating, except for the fact that I have more respect for people that can fart melodies than the fucker that can get away with cashing out on other pedophiles what the fuck? to make music tracks for their movies. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying it's a very suspicious career that he's not even good at. God!
Uh, between that call from my doctor and the Giga Chad story, um, all I could say is Say It Ain't So by Alka. Things are good or so I hear this part of us 
was a Weezer cover of uh, Say It Ain't So by... Who the hell was that again? Alka. Alka with that there cover. Uh, all right, everybody. We're coming to an end of the show, but the thing is, we still have one more scary story surprise for you. This was a... Uh, Sent in by Mystery Man? Mystery Man sent this in. Wow, this, this is cool. Whoa, what's going on here? Hold on one second. It looks like, wait. It looks like a gas blast just came in. Wait, there's comments on my... Hold on one second here. Oh, uh, what is this here? <laughs> yes, indeed, man. Uh, the Penske file. It's a, it's a great. If you like Star Trek, listen to the Penske file. I like their opinion. I think they're uh, Wes and Clay. I think are great. Anyway, let's listen. We got another gas blast here. This just came in. Is Diane a pog? That is disrespectful. The person that just sent that, you, you, I'm never going to read another gas blast from from you again unless you change your email address, which I've never seen this before. So uh, that's a is Diana Pog. That's an employee I work with. Now, if I said that she was, you know what would happen to me? There'd be HR scientists raining down the wrath of fucking the, the demon demon sperm in my eyes. It just burned. It would burn me away if I said if I answered that question. I see, you're trying to get me fired. It's not funny. It's not funny to go into somebody's house, somebody's sewer, somebody's job, somebody's somebody's uh, livelihood, and and fuck with them like that. But you know that's why we have laws and stuff because people love going around and just fucking with people, like you, trying to get me to say that Diane's ass is so fat that when I look at it. It 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 makes my it makes my eyes feel like they're concave because it fe- I feel her ass energy pressing my eyeballs inward and it, I could see the insides of my eyes like bending inwards from the 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 sheer anti gravitational forces from her butt cheeks. I'd like to put butter. Diane, can I put butter on your ass cheeks with a knife, like? A, not a sharp knife, a butter knife. It's butt, it's butt and butter. It goes together. It's totally. Uh, maybe we could work something out. Like uh, I have, before I get kicked off of the internet and maybe lose my job and uh, get canceled, we should maybe listen to this last scary story. It's so scary that we saved it for last because. You know, I thought, you know, if we saved the best for last, that's what, um, I, I don't think I did that here. But, uh, you know, the, uh, let's listen in and maybe maybe we'll enjoy it a little bit. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. By the way, happy October. We're halfway through the month. We still have a few more weeks to go of scary stuff. It's not over yet. It's not over yet, but it's almost over. So get your tissues ready. I know it's it's so sad when you're like listening to something and it's about to end. That's what's weird about my show. I don't think you ever know when it's going to end, really. I guess you can kind of feel it out. And if you knew how I did only nine songs, you could be like, well, you played eight songs already, so it's probably going to end soon. Oh, wait. Is that the secret sauce? 
the love of uh, scary scary to have mystery man This is Mystery Man, and I'm going to be reading to you the office job. (coughs) He heard it through the walls of his office. It sounded like they were being licked. A slithering, sloppy slush of mess being dumped about. It slapped and slithered and wiggled. He sat and listened with great interest. Then he felt the room start to pulsate, vibrating with a hum, a very deep, low frequency, a slow-motion heartbeat at least a hundred times the size of the room. It moved through his body, slowly, like molasses. He sat and felt this with a great unease. Then, there was light. It started to break through tiny cracks in the wall. Itty-bitty shafts of dark light. Black threads piercing the entire room. They cast shadows that swirled like smoke on the ceiling. The panic was starting to set in. And that's when the smell of plastic and gelatin and tar and flesh began to crawl up on his chest making it hard for him to breathe. It left a trail, a thick residue of wretched stench from the floor up his legs into his mouth. It tasted like rust, rusty, toxic, acidic, necrotic gravel tumbling down into his throat filling his lungs until it went up into his nose cavity, deeper and deeper into his skull, deep, deep down, deep into the center of his brain, until there was nothing left except darkness. After a few minutes, Bob opened his eyes and continued clicking through Reddit. What? Did did Mystery Man just troll us?
Is that just an advert? <coughs> Is that just an advertisement for Reddit? Why do my lips look fucking purple? What's going on here? Did I? I thought I took the lipstick off already. Uh, well, everybody. I'm going to try to have a couple more things for um, Halloween. I got a couple more ideas stored up for shows and uh, we're going to have we're going to have a lot more fun here in the sewer. And uh if you were calling in tonight and you couldn't get through, I'm sorry. I understand it's the, the board is still lit up. I actually don't know why no more calls. To... Diane, can you grease the holes? Yeah, you got to lube up the call holes. They're call holes, yes, right? Yeah. It's like an operator with the pegs and the board. Grease those holes up. Use the orange grease. I love that orange is is a very uh, a fall color. Isn't it weird how colors uh, go with seasons and and feelings and temperatures? Uh, it's understandable about temperatures a little bit because uh, you know heat releases a a certain light uh, frequencies. Uh, The hotter it is, the, was it closer to like white or red or, or blue or uh, higher up the, it's, there's science involved in, in um, uh, Halloween. And I hope we could celebrate it together. And I hope you'll be back next week to Nick the Rat Radio. Uh, I know I'll be here. I can't wait to hear what uh, old Nick the Red has uh, in his um, bag, bag of tricks. I can't wait to... Uh, oh, wait. That's me. Um, all right. That's the show, right? Oh, wait, there's more, one more song. We have to play one more one more song, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, that's, I have a lot going on in my, my brain when... When you're scared, you got like you got like the fight or the flight going on, and then there's a million things in between. Like, oh, I'm about to die. Should I start to masturbate or try to eat food like your last meal? You could be getting chased by somebody with like an axe, and you know you're going to die. But you might stop at the deli while you're getting chased to eat something, or maybe for some mayonnaise to help uh, finish the process. If you know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to finish the process down here in the sewer. I'm Nick the Rat, and you are you. Stay that way, because we uh, we love you. Right? Yeah, we do. Okay, we're going to listen to Fat Cade with Playing With Forks. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Nick the Rat Radio.
I also thought that uh, Nick the Rat's pants now was kind of okay. Yeah, uh, he didn't have enough context. You're building a rat ship here. Hey, motherfucker. You're a badass motherfucker. How you going to test that? created by these people. The history of the ushers is a history of savage degradations. First in England and then a new England. And always in this house. Always in this house. Paul of evil which fills it is no illusion. For hundreds of years, foul thoughts and foul deeds have been committed within its walls. House itself is evil now. Don't kill me! 